the revamped podcast hosted by Lindsay Hepner. Rebuilding the digital entrepreneur. I'm trying to learn not to say and and um. So oh. I'm trying to take these long pauses. You guys taught me What that. do you think is better, a long pause or saying um? I don't know anymore. <laughs> but I do know that I'm not supposed to have my phone on and it just dings. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm just waiting for all the comments under YouTube. I just got recently a, a comment the other day. Did you see that? We, yeah. About how to be a podcaster. Yep. I thought it was really funny that someone else is telling me how to do my job and they don't realize how hard this is. What to if they have a podcast? People. Maybe they know. Maybe they already they know. Do. Maybe they already have a franchise Chris, and a podcast. They but they did have a lot of good cliff notes for me. So I really appreciate the t time that it took you to write down what I do wrong. And I'm going to be how I normally am with all my businesses and run the other way. <laughs> Everything you told me to do, I'm going to run the other way. That's how I do my business. That's how I feel. I feel how that commenter feels. Yeah. But anyways, we have Jenny on this episode today and I'm really excited because I've been wanting to learn about franchising and it's not because I want to franchise Vamped, mm. but it's also because I think it's such an interesting thing to tackle and she is such a boss babe and I feel like she would be the best person to explain it. But I'm so excited about this episode. I know you are. We There's so many takeaways. And just to warn everyone, mm -hmm. warning, yeah. Jenny speaks her mind. Yeah. So be prepared for that. And also be excited because she'll say everything you wanted to say this whole quarantine. <laughs> yep. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Happy almost Black Friday, everyone. I hope everyone by now knows what CBD is. Premium Jane has been kind enough to give our audience a super special offer because Black Friday is coming up. Starting today and going through December 4th, 35% off on all of their products using the special coupon code Friday, F-R-I-D-A-Y. That's 35% off November 23rd through December 4th. Go to premiumjane.com, use code Friday at checkout for 35% off today until December 4th, guys. Go get yours. Guys, we have uh, Jenny Castro on with us. And it's really weird to say that because I only know you as Jenny White. And I'm still Jenny White. I mean, deep down inside. Okay, good. Because yeah. I need Jenny White always in my life. Yeah, she's fun. And I was telling Chris, our producer to google you and oh, i was God. telling him i tell i told him white and he's like i can't find jenny white but we found you know your new your new married name yes which you are happily to take that huh google me bitch <laughs> i don't think it's anything that exciting but when i met you you were working out of newport mm -hmm. on 17th street right mm -hmm. in that studio mm -hmm. and you were tanning you were you were self-tanning women right yep. just you yep. it was only you so can you tell us this, like the start of that, how you got into the, you know, the business and you've been doing it for a really long time. So you could probably close your eyes and pretty much tan me without even looking. For sure. But I want to, I want to know the start and everything. Yeah. So, um, a long time ago, it's been 11 years now. I, um, I was somebody that loved, I mean, I come from the beauty industry. So 12 plus years in the beauty industry and I loved being tan. 
all the time. And at that time, when I started Bronze Bunny, you could go into like a mystic booth. There wasn't really a lot of like what we do, which is um, professional airbrush tanning. And so there wasn't like mobile tanners, like there are a dime a dozen now. We didn't really have that. Um, and there was a couple like spray studios popping up. There was one in LA and I don't remember where the other one was, but the one in LA was called, um, God, what's it called? It was, I used to drive all the way over here to get a spray tan. Well, even too, I was, Venice. I was always fearful of being orange and you were orange. So I I was bright orange. (laughs) Um, So my routine was I would go to Huntington beach where I would go get my mystic tan. And, um, it was called, uh, the tanning spa. It's actually still there, I think. And, um, she had a mystic spray tanning booth and this was the one where you would go in and you would press a button and then you would hold your breath oh, until yeah. you were done being orange. Yes. And you would die because it was I like died. a chemical bath. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and for some reason, this booth that I would go in, she had just one and it would always short out. So I'd be mid spray, <laughs> ass turned and the machine would stop. And then a drip would just go all the way down my leg. And I used to spray tan for special occasions because it was expensive. And so I would spray tan and then I would go get in my Gulfstream uniform. I used to cocktail waitress and I would get my Gulfstream uniform with my white collared shirt and I would go in my solution to work because then I was driving to Vegas that night and I would go party in Vegas. So six hours later, I'm the most disgusting shade of orange. I stink like soy sauce and sushi. It smells so bad. My white shirt is orange. Not to mention, oh, not to mention, Gulfstream was so strict about so all that strict. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, we used to have so much starch. My um, my neck would bleed. And yeah. I would have rashes. Anyways, separate story. <laughs> so I would have this huge, long, like drip mark of solution that got stuck to my leg, which was fine because I put a go-go boot over it. So we were good to go. But that was like my spray tan experience. I think that was everyone's and everyone was okay with it because there was nothing else. That was all you had. It was like you either wait for the sun or you do that or you burn the hell out of your skin in in what's that? That bat, that. The tanning bed. The tanning bed that no one wanted to do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was spray tan for life for me. And Every time something would happen to it, I'd say, ah, oh, well, they're looking at my tits anyways. No one's even going to look at the drip mark on my leg. (laughs) So anyways, fast forward, I found this place, Lavish Tan. Lavish Tan in Venice Beach, I think it's still there. So I would only, I'd be very special occasion for me to come and get this this spray tan. It was $65. And this was in 2010. $65 for your horrible spray tan. tan. No, no, no. This is for the new place I found in Venice. Yeah. So I would drive from Orange County to Venice Beach it would take me an hour or whatever to get there. I would sit in this little room with all of these people. It was like the place was booming. It was wow. so busy getting this custom airbrush tan. I was like so excited for this experience. So anyways, it smelled like vanilla. It smelled like stripper. Like if you could put a scent <laughs> on a, sh- like if you looked up what the stripper scent, it's like, this is it. So they would spray me. I love how you're like, yes, give me the scent yes, of a yes. stripper. Extra scent. Yes. I loved smelling like stripper. So, so they would spray me. I'd pay the $65. I'd be on my merry way. It was super orange, but it smelled good. And you know what? It was even. So yeah. that was like a plus. Yeah. So I'd go back to Orange County, let it, let it ride. I looked good. I looked orange like everyone else did. It's not like I really stood out, but it was a really good tan. <laughs> so I do that for special occasions. So one day I go to Lavish Tan. And I'm sitting there in the waiting room and it was like a holiday weekend or something crazy was happening. 
And I start counting all of the bitches that are coming through the door. And it was like one little um, reception desk with a little receptionist and two spray tanning rooms that were the size of like your closet. Oh, so you were just like researching. For sure. While you were there. It became research because I'm like, there's no way. This is $65. It's not even that great. Minus the stripper scent, which I had to figure out how to bottle. Um, So... All these girls are coming in and then one girl's in this room and then she leaves the other room and the other girl goes in the room and there's just all of this stuff and it was so exciting and everyone was so happy and orange and, and it was just like <laughs> such a good environment. And so so the, the two workers go back with their tans and it's just me and the new receptionist. She was being trained so I knew I could get something out of her. So I was like, hey, Brittany. <laughs> you remember her name? I was like, oh, no, she looked like Brittany. Hey, Brittany, um, how many appointments you got on your books? And she's like, um, today is kind of like it's, it's busy, but we've had busier days. But we have like 150. You're like, what the? I was all, what? <laughs> so I immediately yeah. took out my sidekick or whatever the fuck I had. And I'm like trying to figure sidekick out. Sidekick or Blackberry? Whatever. I wasn't that smart. I didn't have Blackberry. I had like the dumb stuff. So I think I had a sidekick. Anyway, so I'm doing the math and I'm like. 150 times 65, you know, my holy shit. (laughs) So I immediately that night I went home on my computer and I ordered a spray tan machine from some company. I don't even know. So anyways, I got the spray tan equipment. I played around with it. And if you were in bronze bunny, like the early days, you knew that I would spray tan you in my kitchen. And I used to try like all of the new solutions I would like get from Australia. And I wanted to make sure I had the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And so I I basically taught myself how to spray tan. How long did this process of trial and error? I was, I was determined. So three weeks. (laughs) Wow. I was like spray tan machine, spray a bunch of my friends, figure out what sucked and what didn't ordered all this awesome solution, found one that I really loved. I actually ended up like go like rotating between three different ones. Mm-hmm. I even started mixing them like to make oh, my own blend, yeah. which is where, when I started manufacturing like my own stuff, um, I had already played around so much. So yeah. So I started spray tanning people in my, or I would do mobile tanning. Mm-hmm. So I put my stuff in the trunk and I would go to people's houses. Well, that didn't last very long because there's only so much time in the day and you can yeah. only drive around to so many houses and I needed to get that 150 I mean, I was far from that at that point, but, but that was but your goal. You were like, I'm going to make I this thought happen. if I could even just do a quarter of that, that's pretty good shopping money. I wasn't even trying to make a For career. yourself? Like just yeah. buy your, yeah, I that's was like, yeah. crazy. Cool yeah. if I could do like 30 of these, that'd be awesome. I was doing the math. I'm like, yeah, I could charge 50 bucks. So anyways, fast forward, can't drive around anymore. Not enough time in the day. I need more bitches, need to spray tan more people. So we started doing that in my house. At that time I was with Dave and Dave's like, this isn't going to work anymore. This is fucking awkward. I had like a girl drying in the bathroom. I had two butt cheeks in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> everyone's naked and air drying. It's super uncomfortable. And Dave comes home and he's like confined to the bathroom. Um, so that day that it was really hectic at the house, he's like, you need to find, you need to like go rent a place to do yeah. this. I'm like, oh my God, that now it sounds serious. Like you, I'm, you had Mayweather's house for a bit, huh? Who? Floyd Mayweather. What do you Just mean? a bunch of women over na- oh, yes. naked, oh. booties like, out. Did I spray tan Floyd Mayweather's chick? Um, <laughs> no, but yes. It, which is so funny that a man was like, you know what? This can't happen here. I know. Poor I feel- Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, pussy. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, so yeah. So I actually went out two days later because I'm a get shit done kind of girl. 
So next thing you know, it's like, sorry, Dave, if you're listening, okay, I'll, I'll say sorry. Um, uh, two days later, three days later, I signed a lease for my first location and we opened the first Bronze Bunny tanning studio. I, I made my own little logo and put a um, vinyl sticker on the back of my BMW. And I remember that one. Yeah, I became mm-hmm. Bronze Bunny tanning studio. And I was only there for about seven months before we grew out of that space. And I had hired, I say we because I had hired um, fucking Whitney. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hired, Another, yeah. Uh, I, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. hired my first employee. Um, but also, too, I remember at that time when you were at that place, you had a really good solution. You had like an organic, dark I did. Solution. I was one of the few people that were like spraying organic. Yes. It was really important to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. That no chemicals on the body. Yep. So no parabens and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I had hired my first employee. Uh, I went from doing like 35 to 45 tans a day by myself, like checking people out by myself, answering the phone, you know, doing my invoicing or whatever the hell you call it. I mean, basically it was just like putting money in my pocket and figuring out the rest later. Yeah. Um, hired my first employee, grew out of that space very quickly after I actually hired somebody, um, and then we became Bronze Bunny Tanning and Sugar Spa. So we brought in the sugaring service. And what I want to say, what you're just saying right now is that's the problem that I think people are really scared about is that they think they need to know, be, have a doctrine and everything mm-hmm. for them to start a business. Mm-hmm. And when you have no fear to go out there and just do what you love, you kind of just figure everything out as it comes. Like you're never going to have, you're never going to be prepared for everything. No. So you just have to go after what you want to do. And then all the stuff just kind of trickles in and you just, I don't know, you just land on your feet like a cat. I don't, I I I would say a lot of it's, um, it's a mix of hard work and it is a mix of luck. I, for me, you know, I feel like I've try really hard to be a good person and good things happen to good people. Um, not that I haven't had my fair share of like major fucking meltdowns and horrible things that have happened to me in my career. But, um, you know, I feel like with the employee thing, for instance, if you're ever, if you're thinking about starting a business or, I mean, any kind of business, whether it's a brick and mortar or you're, you know, trying to launch a a brand or whatever it is, um, having someone that can support you is huge, huge. It's hard to say because I'm so type A and I do everything myself. Um, I would have stayed in that last location had I just kept doing everything myself. You have to hire, you have to take risks, you have to open yourself up for people. Um, you will get walked on, you will get backstabbed, know that going into it. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's life. It's a business. Yep. It's just part of the game. It's how you respond and carry on that will make or break you. And this is the thing. And I want to bring up this point as well, because Jenny, you're very similar to me. It was always really hard for me to open up to adding employees because I always thought I can do it better and I can do it more efficient and da, da, da. And you really do have to hire so you have more time to build the dream, which me and you are big thinkers. So yes. we think outside the box at all times, but we also like to be hands-on with everything mm-hmm. because we like the experience. Mm-hmm. We like people feeling that they were handheld by us, mm-hmm. I guess. Like with all my clients, I love being involved with everything because I want them to have the best experience. I don't want them to go away knowing I wasn't a part of it and I let someone else handle a handle their, their brand. 
And it's really hard to remember that you need to let go. You need to give other people the opportunity to shine. And that's Mm -hmm. why you hired them. But on the other end, it is also scary as a business owner because people who you teach everything to also end up wanting to do exactly and think that they can replicate what Mm -hmm. you built. And that's really hard yeah, in the go. beauty industry, it happens every day. I deal with it all of the time. I hire people, we train them because we have to, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's say in a couple years, they feel like they're their own girl boss now, and rightfully so. You know, you show up every day, you take the clients that we give you. Yeah. That we give you. <laughs> let's emphasize that because I, love, I spend yeah. the money to market. I pay the social media girl to put the posts out. I do the targeted ads. I get those people in the door. Mm -hmm. Your job is to keep them. Yeah. They don't belong to you. So that's been tough. And every every person in the beauty industry will deal with that at Mm -hmm. some point. So if you're wanting to start your own salon or something like that, just be prepared for that. And at the end of the day, like you you can't control everything. You know, if so-and-so wants to go off and start her own business with the clients that you gave her, Mm -hmm. she has to live with that. You know, I mean, I I would love if they would just go and leave and start their own clientele. Yeah. You know, and And be respectful of like what you did for them. Yeah. It's like, I can't get, I can't let every single thing just like run me down. It's just like, okay, you you have to pick and choose your battles at this point. My, Um, my problem is too, and I think you have this as well Is I get so close to my employees that then they don't think that I'm the boss anymore. Mm -hmm. They think I'm the best friend. Yes. And so when a situation comes where I'm not okay with something, they feel like, well, you're supposed to be my friend. Like you're not supposed to treat me like this. And it's like, well, I'm your boss. But, and that comes with experience and age. And as we get older and more experienced, we learn to create layers of people because you have to. Yeah. So I have learned that I need to have layers of people surrounding me because I cannot be your friend anymore. I can, I'm an, I'm the boss bunny and that's all I am. I'm not your best friend. I'm not your therapist. I'm not your hairdresser. Like (laughs) I'm, I'm the boss. I make, I make certain decisions. I don't make all the decisions, believe it or not. I, and, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, I'm good at a lot of things, but I am not good at everything. Yeah. I have a lot of answers. I don't have all the answers. I hire people that can help fill in the blanks. And that is so important. And that's one of the biggest investments you can make in your company is hiring the right people. Totally. Now you don't always know yeah, that they're going to be right until yeah. you experience it. And, you know, sometimes you hire well and sometimes you don't, you got to learn, um, but that's just all part of, it's part of the it's territory. Part of, yep. And having those things happen just make you a better, badder boss bitch. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think I've had so many calloused wounds of all the battles. Not like battles of people or anything, but just the trials and errors of entrepreneurship. You know, like I'm, I'm kind of prepared after almost, we're almost at seven years right mm-hmm. now with Vamped. Of like, I I can just take on anything. You know, we got through a pandemic. Yeah. Like, well, been, now we're able to say a lot more. But yeah. Yes. But just all through the years of like having Lyme disease, having a car accident, mm-hmm. you know, losing and gaining employees. Like I've, I've been kind of through it all. 
And I'm sure you have too, because you've had your business way longer than me. But after a while, it kind of, you kind of just know how to pivot. And some, some people don't because they've had such a great stride without having too many complications. But I think I've really learned more through all the battles for sure happening, um, that keep, keep hitting me, I guess. Someone once told me that it takes, um, 10 years to be an overnight success. And I feel like that is so true Mm -hmm. because it feels like just yesterday that I started Bronze Bunny, but it's been, it's been 10 years. It's crazy. Crazy. And I have so much more to do. I mean, I'm, I, I really feel like I'm only getting started because I've gone through so much and I've had to rebuild and restart. And, you know, we franchised about, um, uh, I guess it's been almost three years. So that's been interesting too. Oh, I want to talk about that so much because I, coffee. Yeah, we're we're waiting for Jenny's coffee. Oh, fuck, the, the funny thing about this is she owns her own coffee places. Caleb. And so she's waiting on she's upset that another coffee place isn't doing their job. Caleb and the black Nissan. <laughs> okay, 310. 310, you guys. 310. Now we've been waiting for what, 40 minutes? We're going on 45. This wouldn't be coffee dose. No, this is not coffee dose. Yeah. This is bullshit, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Sponsored by Back Alfred. And Aquafina. <laughs> yeah. Not that. Dr. Tom. Could, ima- could you imagine if we were sponsored by Alfred and you're like, fuck Alfred? I would He'd die. Be pissed. I would die. <laughs> no, I actually really love I think I think he's great. here. Is he here? No, he's not here. Caleb? Okay. Damn it. <laughs> Wait, so I don't I don't want to bypass franchise. The word franchise, guys. And Jenny, I remember when you wanted to start franchising and you we we were talking on the phone and you're like, "Linz, I'm going to this seminar franchise convention seminar to learn about franchising and I'm so interested." And the first thing I thought was this bitch she's going to be everywhere that's all I thought because I know how you are you're just such a go-getter so when you said you were gonna go have a journal take notes listen in on this damn seminar that you signed up for I knew the next thing that was gonna happen is you were gonna tell me you had locations everywhere go for it girl so we don't have locations everywhere yet, but we have a few and I've That's gone fran- you franchised though. I franchised. Yeah, I went to two um I went to two franchise conventions. They're called the IFA, International Franchise Association, and I was at a franchise convention with people that don't look anything like me, that aren't what anything does that mean? like me. What does um, that mean? Like, you know, if anyone wants to sign up, what are they in for? <laughs> um, you've got like the masters of supercuts there. You've got like oh the marketing directors of Chick Fil A. Wait, like, how much? How much is this kind of so? It's like thirty two hundred dollars to go. Whoa! And and how long? How long is the seminar? Or is it like a Tony like Robbins a few, kind of thing? No, but for franchising, yeah, kind. Did I mean, I wish dance? it was kind of Tony Robbins. I wish Tony Robbins was there. Oh my god! If he gets my Postmates, hold on. Hello. Are you in the thin area? Where? <laughs> uh, my GPS took me to like some thin area that I was wondering if that's where you were. At I love that Jenny's just probably going to say our address of our studio right now. We're behind. We're one of my people are. <laughs> they're going to come collect my coffee. Now, now my <laughs> look for my a, team is one of her look, people. Look for a really sexy guy in a ponytail. 
don't don't compliment Chris. I am okay. trying to Thank keep you. him at a low level on this on this podcast. Did you hear yeah. that compliment, Chris? Black Nissan. He's looking for a sexy guy in a ponytail. Can you stop calling him sexy? He's cute. You know what? No. If I was in you, the, if I was not married. No, I'm just kidding. Jenny? That's my, my producer. That's my producer. Brown. And he needs to know his place <laughs> on this team. No one looks at him. No one respects him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully he finds my coffee. Um, anyways, yeah. So like 3200 bucks and you've got some really big big wigs in in the franchise industry but how many days is this i just want to know what are you it's getting like a for weekend it's like a weekend so you, and you can go and be a part of all of these like round tables with all of these higher ups in these companies because at, realistically so franchising it's like it's like a it's a, like a formula so it doesn't really matter what business you have if it's all the same formula it's, yeah you're still like this is how you franchise this is what you need to franchise this is the support you offer. What's your business? Obviously, you have to have a proven concept. So mm-hmm. we were we were at that point. We were ready to go. We you know we were in the process of getting our our FDD um, drawn up, which is our franchise disclosure document. Um, we had like one of the best attorneys who's done this a million times do our our franchise document. So you need that. That alone's thirty thousand dollars. What? Yeah, just to be able to sell a franchise, and not a lot of people know that. Wait, okay, wait, thirty thousand dollars to sell a franchise? Yeah, to, to someone to to start the process. Um, okay, so thirty k, thirty k to get your contract in order to sell it. So in order to sell a franchise, you have to have this document. It has to be signed. Boom, you can sell a franchise. Then you have a franchise fee. So you make some of it back when okay. you sell franchises. But, yeah. um, you know, I would say um, I'm happy that we did it. We've learned a lot about our business just from the corporate side of things. Um, but there's just been so many things that have happened that I wish hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everything is a learning experience. Yeah. And we have become bigger, stronger, better through it. Um, but franchising is hard because at the end of the day, you're dealing with um, owners that own you, a piece of your brand, your vision, your baby, and your experience. Mm-hmm. And they have all the answers too. Yeah. Everyone knows what they're doing and they don't want to hear it from you. Yeah. Because the it's, their, it's their baby It's now. their baby too. Mm-hmm. And it should be. They spent a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so right now we're trying to focus on, we got through the pandemic. We're trying to focus on building better relationships with the owners. Um, I think that I have a tendency to, I want to be right. Don't we all? <laughs> I want to be right. And, and, and when you know you're right, but none of that matters anymore. Um, I feel like the pandemic has really taught me to be more mindful of people's feelings mm-hmm. and you never really know what's going on in, in other people's lives. And, um, I'm just, I'm, it's really made me more sensitive, like to other really? people. Yeah. I'm already a very like nice, sensitive person, like genuinely. Yeah. I really do genuinely care about people, but after seeing what's happened and the divide that it's caused and like just in general on the street, like how rude people can be yeah. and the yeah. cancel culture, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. Horrific. Yeah. So I want to do the complete opposite of that. I don't want, I don't need to be right. I don't need you to know that I'm right. I want to just help you 
I want to just help you. Yeah. How can I help you? Yeah. How can I support you? And that goes across all planes. Like, how can I be a better friend? How can I be a better mother, a better wife, and a better boss? Yeah. And that's what I'm working on right now. I am so happy that we were here talking about all this because it was so nice to catch up. When you're busy, like Jenny is busy, you don't get to see her because she's out there taking taking names, you know, taking names. And so we we have a lightning round for you. I'm really excited about this because it's been a while since we've like hung out. So virtue or sin? Oh, God. <laughs> sin. What? Mm. Okay, virtue. Okay, no. I feel like, I, I mean, for how much what you stand for, you're like sin. <laughs> I'm a naughty girl. I'm, I'm a naughty girl by nature. You are naughty. I'm naughty. Yes. Sourdough or wheat? Chris, what is this? Sourdough. Yeah, sourdough is actually really good for you. Yeah. Would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? I know my answer. God, that's tough. I know, but I know mine. Oh, penguin. Yes, mine too. I love you like fucking penguins. No, I don't like That's fucking so penguins. weird. <laughs> I just love penguins so much. If anyone researches them, they are such a weird bird. Like they go and try to find like a beautiful rock to propose to their forever. And then they make this noise that they can only know can from make, each other. Can you make the noise? No, it's it's different for each one. Oh, got it. But they don't see each other for like three months because one is always out that. fishing. Mm -hmm. But when they come back, because there's so many of them, they make a specific noise so they can find each other. They're very romantic. I They're so romantic. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry. Are lifeguards attractive? Ew, no, because they're usually blonde with like zinc on their nose. What <laughs> It's true. I don't like like blonde white guys. Sorry. Well, then stop complimenting Chris. I know. I, I do like a ponytail. Well, you kind of are. You're like dirty brown. You're dirty. You're dirty. <laughs> um, name one of the seven dwarfs. <sighs> Bashful? Is that right? Okay. I was going to name Grumpy. Oh, yeah. Would Maybe. you want to live forever? no yeah but for a long time yeah but like i would like to be 35 forever 35 is like a really good year 40 is a good year but i want to look 35 you do i look 35 you look younger than 35 and plus i love my 30s 30s are the fun. best you know, i feel so i like to say that i'm the age that i started freezing my face which was 27 so i feel like i'm forever 27 you feel that way i kind of do yeah, yeah, I feel younger than I am. I have so much Always. Botox. <laughs> I'm actually blinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so funny. Okay, how many pull-ups can you do in a row? Zero. <laughs> have you seen my tits? They are so heavy. Are you kidding? <laughs> be like an Olympic. No. <laughs> Favorite type of tea? Ooh, I have so many. Um, I like a Moroccan mint. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever had. There's a also a sweet mint. and spicy that I'm really into. Mm -hmm. It tastes like like a cinnamon stick. Ooh, yeah. If I want something sweet, I go for that. Okay, I'm. I love hot tea. I'm a very hot tea kind of girl. I am too. I like my peppermint. 
It's good for digestion. So good. I put that in chamomile, mm-hmm. calm those nerves, but also get that food through. <laughs> yeah, I like to I wash the Xanax down with my Moroccan mint. That really helps me <laughs> get into the mood. Okay. I I just want to remind everyone I don't support drugs, but you do you. <laughs> it's a prescription. That doesn't, I guess that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, sorry. We, we've learned a lot this year. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I also like kava kava. That's, that's legal. <laughs> okay. Are reindeers real creatures? Yes, they are. Sorry. I had to answer that because I went to Finland and I saw one. So. They're real? They're real. Wait, is Santa real? Uh, in some aspects. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, reindeers are real? Reindeers are fucking real, guys. How do you not know that? Look up Finland and look up reindeers. They're everywhere. They're like, what are, like cockroaches here. What? There's a lot of them. Really? Yeah. I need to go to Finland. What? What, Chris? Well, I'm just saying there's a lot of them. They procreate a lot. They're like bunnies, too. That's probably a better... I don't know. Comparison. Well, they're like cockroaches in Finland because people step on them. Want to get rid of them because they use them for meat. Oh, God. Yeah. So, well, that's dark. Reindeer, they do chocolate, everything. They do reindeer chocolate. They do made from real reindeers. Yes. That's fucked up. But the good thing about Finland, the good thing about Finland, though, they use the whole carcass. Like they use the reindeer hide to warm yourself. Like they're kind of like Eskimos. Got it. Chris is just going to book that always, trip right now. First class to Chris, Finland. Chris is always looking at me like, where do you come up with your thought You just process? said carcass. So just reminding you. Go ahead. What's the next I'm question? allowed to say carcass, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not? <laughs> do you respect Kanye West? <clears throat> yes. No. Yes. Oh, yes, I do. Thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> that was such an awkward moment. I oh feel man, like... that's awkward. Yeah, we'll you know talk what about I that later. What? Kim's ass. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I respect the West. Just maybe not Kanye. We'll talk about that later. We don't. That was such a controversial question. Are we sponsored Chris? by Kanye? Do I have to like him? God damn it. You know what? Can we just not talk about this question? There is so much controversy around there. Yes. Is it an L.A. thing? I I live in Orange County in a bubble. It's not an L.A., Orange County international thing. It's just a controversial question that I'll talk to you about later. We won't have to talk about it on this. Okay, great. Yeah. We can talk about all the other stuff that we weren't allowed to talk about. Oh, yeah. We have time. We should go to dinner after this. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, what's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Ooh, 120. Really? Yep. Was that on a road in Orange County? There's no way. That was at the franchise convention in Arizona. <laughs> I brought all my friends Maserati. Oh, you did? And yeah. you drove to the seminar 120? It, well, not to the seminar, but I used it while I was there. He okay. was like, I have a, a Maserati. I don't drive in the garage. I'm like, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> so did you go all the way to 120? Yes. Oh my! And it felt like it didn't so fast. So nice, amazing. Though. Yeah. So I called Oscar on that trip. I was like, "Oh, honey, by the way, next car is a Maserati. So once this <sighs> guy's up, we're gonna have to get one of those. But I'm gonna need to get a bigger house to put that Maserati in." You know what? I was actually laughing because 
well, I was laughing when I asked the question because I have a, a a friend who works at Maserati and I was like, okay, I have my options of getting a new car because I just recently got a new car and I was just wanting to know the monthly payment on that. And I just hung up the phone going, I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's not that I'm not there yet. It's just like that is such an absurd amount of yeah. money to be spending on a car. Yes. Like it's just it would be stupid, especially in L.A. But it's like, OK for me to spend that much you don't on, even get to, like, on my drive purses. fast. Yes. Oh, I yes. yeah, I there I drive like a grandma because yeah. there's no reason to drive fast in L.A. You're in bumper to bumper traffic. Yeah. So that kind of car doesn't make sense unless you are always on a Formula One track. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Well, that was our last question that Chris put on there. I'm I'm always confused about the questions, but also I'm always surprised by the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is this is Jenny's amazing time to plug all her businesses that you guys have to go to if you want the best town. Ah, if you want the best tan around and if you want the best coffee and smooth vaginas and no hair vagina. Yes. Hair yes. Um, bronzebunny.com and at bronzebunny for Instagram and coffee dose is coffeedose.cafe. For the, for the website and the Instagram is Coffee Dose Cafe. And how can we follow you? you you're so fun to oh, follow on Instagram. I'm Yeah, so I have like, I have a lot of followers. So I have like 2,000. I have almost 3,000. Oh my God, can you believe it? Yeah, but is that so to, sad? You have to add all your businesses to together you guys, though. Yeah, okay. But when you guys asked me to do this podcast, I was like, you know, I only have 2,900 followers, right? Chris. Uh, yeah, how yeah, embarrassing. But, okay, this is the thing. We're not basing this podcast on following. We're basing it on knowledge. Bitches over here got some knowledge for you on franchising and building businesses that work. Jenny loves Oscar, and that's spelled J-E-N-I. Not J-E-N-N-Y, like the basic girls. J-E-N-I <laughs> loves Oscar. Perfect. It used to be the boss bunny, but then I started doing all these other bossy things, and it was confusing. But I am the boss bunny, though. Like, I have... Like, doesn't matter. You I bleed are, the bunny. You do. Everyone yeah. knows you as Bronze Bunny Boss Lady Jenny. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. You don't need an Instagram to verify that. No. So guys, we are so excited about this episode. Please follow, like, subscribe. I can't wait for you guys to see us on visual and audio for this one. Oh God, Jenny, it's been a pleasure for you to be on, and I had so much fun just talking to you because I knew this was going to be a great conversation. So thank you for joining. We're gonna us. have to do a part two just so we can hang out again. Oh my gosh, yes! I want to do like an after dark with you. Oh, I love that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Like naked. We can do that too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, dreams come true. <laughs> Thanks, guys.